Welcome to the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast. I'm Celestina, a chef, dietitian, and total foodie. Each week, I chat with another awesome RD so we can learn a bit more about how diverse our profession really is and how much we can benefit from collaborating with fellow RDs. Hashtag squad goals. Hashtag build your squad. Hashtag, I'm out of hashtags, but real talk. Building your people, the squad, quote unquote, around you can be absolutely imperative as a dietitian, especially if you are a solopreneur or entrepreneur dietitian, because let's be real guys, it's fucking lonely out there doing it all by yourself. Real talk, I'm in a room by myself right now with all the doors closed, all the windows closed, talking to a computer screen. How much more lonely and alone can you get? Am I right? But really though, building your squad is so freaking important. Because having people around you who are going through a similar journey can be so important to one, keeping your spirits up, two, keep making you on track and accountable for your business, and three, it's just so much more fun when you have a business buddy to do it with and not have to feel like you're doing it all alone. Yes, when it comes down to the nitty gritty of your biz, you are probably going to be the one doing all of the things for a longer time, right? Like your business bud isn't going to do QuickBooks for you. And like, duh, it's your QuickBooks. So you should probably be doing it. But when it comes down to making business decisions, feeling like all of that pressure is on us all of the time can be really overwhelming and then lead into decision fatigue where we don't even make a decision because it's so freaking overwhelming. But if you have someone to talk through all of that with, it can be so much easier. And Over the past couple of years, I've been able to talk with more dietitians who have another RD buddy or maybe even several RD buddies that they check in with on a regular basis, typically referring to them as their business boo, as do I refer to my business boo as my business boo. I think it's so important to at least have one other person who may be at the same stage in business as you, or they may be a little bit behind or a little bit ahead, but you guys think of things differently, which is why it's so important to just gain a different perspective of someone who's also in it. Yes, your family and friends are great confidants, great people to lean on, but if they're not solopreneurs or entrepreneurs or dietitians or anywhere in this same field, but they probably don't have the same insights as a fellow dietitian or a fellow solopreneur or a fellow entrepreneur would. And that's okay, right? Like our family is our family and our friends are our friends. They're here to support us in whatever way, shape or form they can. But that doesn't mean that they're going to be our business confidants. So we have to have other people in our world, other people in our space to have that business support. Hashtag build your squad. I don't know why I came up with that hashtag, but I'm rolling with it, guys. We're rolling with it. So I think it's really important that you can do this with little to no investment. Yes, there are a ton of different programs out there, a ton of different mentors out there that you can invest with and they can give you the best business buddies of all time. And I've done that and it's awesome. And I've met some of my most favorite people in the world in the business side of things from mentorships that I've invested in. And those have been great. But when I was starting out, I was hella scrappy and I didn't have the money to invest like that. So let's break this down in a couple of different ways. What does this look like, right? So like if you're just starting out and you have no money to invest, what the fuck do you do? 
how do you find RDs to vibe with and how do you make them your business buddies? So let's take this story back to 2016. Put on your time travel hats, keep all legs and arms inside the vehicle, and let's take a trip down memory lane. Okay, those are my sound effects. So back in 2016, I went to Fancy. I don't even think I was a dietitian yet. I might've like just newly been a dietitian by like two weeks. Anyway, this was my first Fancy. I was super stoked. This was before I recognized that I don't like going to Fancy, just an FYI. But this was my first Fancy. I was super stoked. So I went to like all of the meetings, all of the days, and I was exhausted. But there was one meeting that really stuck out. And it was this panel of like social media influencer people of the time. And I was like, wow, they're really freaking cool. I want to be them. Says like 24 year old me, LOL. Anyway, one of the big things that they said that they recommended that solopreneur entrepreneurs do is have some type of mastermind, to have some type of group of people, again, a couple of steps behind them, a couple of steps in front of them that they could mastermind with. They all said it was such a friggin' game changer for their businesses. So immediately I call my bestie. She and I had just finished our internship together. And I was like, yo, Boo Boo Mel, we have to do this. Like we need to start a mastermind. And her being a manifesting generator, I didn't know it at the time, but like now that I've looked at her chart, I'm like, duh, totally makes sense. So her being a manifesting generator, having something to respond to was like, oh, fuck yeah, girl, we're going to start a mastermind. So she reached out to a couple of people that she knew because we were living in Las Vegas at the time and she had done her undergrad there. So she already knew people who were in the dietetics world, whether it just be like from the undergrad nutrition DPD versus like people who are already dietitians. So we put together this mastermind real scrappily and it was just the four of us. We'd meet on a monthly basis, we'd have dinner and we'd talk about our goals as professionals and it was freaking awesome. It was the most motivation I ever had to start my business, to launch my business and seeing of how many different ways I could take it. Everyone gave such great perspectives because we all had such different backgrounds. One of the dudes who was in it, yes, a dietitian dude, the unicorn of the world, was also in, very much into photography. And he's like, yo, you need your face on your website. I was like, oh my God, you're right. And then the other girl was like a yogi, very spiritual. She's like, you need to do this. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. So that was my first experience with creating and hosting masterminds and bringing my squad together. And it was amazing. Unfortunately, I don't know the other people in that group. I don't know what their human design is slash was, but it was an amazing group and we were so helpful. The only thing is, is that there was no real accountability. So like if someone missed, like, okay, cool. What of it? You know, like there was no skin in the game, if you will. So I moved from Vegas. If you guys have listened to episode one of this podcast, you'll know that after Vegas, I moved east to New Mexico. And I also met another manifesting generator, entrepreneur friend who has, he refers to it as ooh shiny syndrome, but that's just what MGs are here to do. They are here to be multi-passionate. So my multi-passionate entrepreneur buddy, and he and I started another mastermind. Again, he knew people in New Mexico. So as soon as he was given the, 
yes, let's do this, something to respond to. He found the peeps, we had the peeps, we put them into this mastermind. And in this instance, Josh, my business boo and I were way further along than the other two in this space. So they kept coming to us for all of the answers, all of the questions, and it was really cool, but it was also really, I guess, challenging. This is one thing to definitely take into account when you are putting together a mastermind like this. He and I would then be giving each other tips and resources and like actual brainstorming, but the other two who were just starting their businesses didn't really have that much input. So I find that it's really important to have people at a variety of different stages so that everyone can benefit from the conversation or even having several different masterminds that maybe you attend on a monthly basis. Anyway, he and I still to this day, four years later, we still mastermind on a weekly basis. He is my go-to business boo for literally every question that I have in my business. And I think that that's really important and that says something, right? Like if you can find someone, whether they be in the same industry as you or like me, Josh is in IT and SEO. Like that is completely different from nutrition and working with other dietitians. But we can see things from different perspectives and we know each other's businesses so well at this point that we give really good insights because of that built relationship, right? So like this isn't necessarily going to happen overnight and it doesn't. And I don't think that it should happen overnight building these and developing these relationships. We'll talk more about that in a second. But when you do, this can be the other person in your world, right? Like they know your business inside and out just like you do. And that's why it's super cool to have these relationships built. So whenever I have a really pressing question for my business, or if I'm torn between two decisions for my business, yes, I am 100 going to run it by like through my value system first, but then, you know, in like two seconds later, I'm going to hop on my phone and shoot Josh a voice message and be like, Hey dude, this is what's up. What do you think about this? And I know that he's going to give me his honest opinion. And it's really, really, really cool to have someone on your side to be able to make some of these more challenging decisions that may not have come so easily if you were just doing this by yourself. Remember, yes, we are called solopreneurs or in some cases entrepreneurs if you already have a team, but you don't have to do this alone. At no point along this journey do you have to do it alone. How do we make that happen? How can you hashtag build your squad? from the ground up. First off, this is numero uno. You gotta connect with fellow dietitians or fellow practitioners or whomever you wanna start building your squad with. I'm sure you went through a DI with some of your favorite RDs or you've connected with some of your favorite RDs along the way. That is a great place to start. If you are not sure how to start connecting with fellow RDs or anything of that nature, check out season one, episode 13. I go into seven different ways on how to collaborate with dietitians and we really break down how to start connecting with dietitians. So real broad, Instagram stock, you can go into different Facebook groups. If you're a part of the academy, you can go into different DPG groups. Any way you wanna do it, find your people. Personally, I found that Instagram has more of my people than anywhere else. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm not a super huge fan of Fancy and it's just a little too uptight for me, right? Like I consider myself to be a fringe dietitian and the people that I vibe with are kind of also fringe RDs, right? Like they don't fit the typical RD mold and that's what I love about it. Also usually foodies. 
Find your people wherever they are. Reach out to them, build genuine relationships with them. So like I said earlier, this is not gonna happen overnight, especially if you're not super close with others who you could potentially create a mastermind or round table, whatever you wanna refer to it as with. So find your peeps, start connecting with them, build those relationships, take it off the social media platform, get to know them, like really get to know them. And then once you're there, once you have a handful of really cool peeps in your world, I don't know why I said peeps, once you have a handful of really cool people in your world, that's when you can go to step two. Bring the ones that you vibe with together. Let's break this down from a couple of different POVs, right? So you can think of this as what are your strengths and how can you fill the voids that aren't your strengths with other people's strengths, right? So really putting together a group of people with variety of different backgrounds. Yeah, cool. Maybe you're in the Hayes community. Awesome. But it can also really benefit you to bring in someone else with a different perspective, different point of view. Yeah, that may be scary. That may be challenging, but think getting a different perspective from someone who thinks differently can be absolutely beneficial for you, for your business and for your growth. So just consider that when you're doing this. Also consider the different dynamics of that group, right? So yes, different people's backgrounds. So maybe someone is a second career dietitian. Cool, bring them in. That's just a completely different perspective. Maybe someone has had a different reason for becoming an RD than you. Awesome, bring them in. Whatever it is, try and find as much diversity from your lived experiences as possible. That is going to make the group not only diverse, but also just give you so many different perspectives, so many new ideas and out of the box thinking, which is exactly what you need in a mastermind setting or when you're trying to hashtag build your squad. Another perspective you can take is from the human design perspective. And this one, as I've started to lean into it over the last year and a half or two at this point, has been really, really cool to see how all of this different dynamics, all of these different personalities and all of these different designs coming together can really benefit the group as a whole. Let me give you a perspective of one of the roundtables that I hosted earlier this year and the group dynamic in there. So me being the manifester, the one who initiates and in my specific human design case brings the people together, right? So I am here to gather the people and then also gather the resources that they need and in my instance, the resources that they need are each other, which is so cool, so beautiful. I had two manifesting generators in there, right? So people to respond to something, one generator also there to respond, and then one projector. The dynamics in this group were absolutely beautiful. Three of them, I believe, had throat motors, meaning the ability to speak, not necessarily speak their mind, sometimes it's speak their heart, speak from wherever that's connected to, right? But they had the ability to ignite their voice, which is really cool. And then you also have the projector who is there to give insights into both generators and manifesting generators and to help them kind of think outside the box. The projector in that group did not have a throat motor, but when there was something that needed to be said or something that needed to be clarified, you know she spoke up and you know she was there. So it's really cool to see when everyone is kind of in that flow, in their design, how much that can have an impact on the conversation in that group, in that group dynamic. So if you're digging the human design thing, I highly recommend asking people what their designs are when you vibe with them and then bringing them into the group 
potentially based off of their design. I mean, to some extent, right? Like if you love someone, you love someone, you want to bring them in, go for it. But it could be really cool to just make sure that you have at least one of every design in that space to just see how that vibes. It's really cool, guys. I promise. It's really freaking cool. All right. So once you've gathered the peeps, people, oh my God, why am I saying peeps? It's not the freaking 90s, chill. Anyway, once you've gathered the people, the next step is accountability. So let's be real. When there's no skin in the game, right? Like no like monetary investment, it can be really hard to like hold people accountable for coming. And that I think is probably the most challenging part of creating a mastermind like this or any kind of like group where you guys can rely on each other. So there's a couple of different things you can do and a couple of different things that I've learned over time. One, limit the amount of people because if there's more people in the space, then they are more likely to not necessarily hide behind all the others, but like they're going to be less likely to show up because they're going to be relying on the other like eight people to be there. And it just gets overcomplicated, overcrowded. So I would say four to five is probably the max amount you would ever want in a mastermind group like this or your hashtag squad, whatever you want to call it. Keep it tight, right? Like keep the peeps tight and hold accountability, right? Like maybe something is lost if they don't show up or, I mean, yes, life happens, shit gets in the way, I get it. But if you guys can really solidify how important this is to your businesses, there will be more buy-in to show up. I found that, again, with a smaller group, four max people just have more reason to show up. With a larger group, less reason to show up. And this next piece, you can take it or leave it. But I've also heard of people, and I've done this in the past, of either giving each other their credit card information, like sharing the credit card information with the other person to hold them accountable. So if they don't show up or if they're not meeting the goals that they said they would, the one of the people in the group can charge that person's credit card to either their business, right? And like maybe just have that money go back and forth when people don't do things that they're that they're saying that they're going to do or what me and my business boo Josh ended up doing the last like 2 years of our meetup sessions we would put it on the line right like we'd put money on the line for groups that we didn't like so for example i think he chose like the american nazi party and obviously i'm not about american nazis he's not about american nazis and if he didn't get what he said he was going to get done that week, I would donate money to the American Nazi party. Happy to say that that never happened. So he was definitely more motivated to get his shit done and show up. But I feel like that if you need some skin in the game when you're creating something like this, that can be a good way to kind of just light a fire under someone's ass, you know, but I don't think it should have to come to that, right? Like if everyone is as committed to each other and you guys all vibe, then that should be enough to hold that space and that group together. If you find that over time, the accountability is being dropped, then yeah, maybe add some skin to the game, but I wouldn't start it out like that. So hashtag build your squad. I hope this was super helpful for you guys. My goal is to provide practical information, but also I like chatting and hanging out with you. So let me know if this is helpful. If it is, I will definitely start incorporating some more practical 
episodes. Um, if it's not, and you just like hearing me ramble on about life experiences and human design and all of that, also let me know. So next week we have an amazing guest. Her name is Stacy Mitchell. She has had several really cool positions as an RD. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear this conversation as well. But until next time, and as always, share this with your RD bestie if it resonates. I would really appreciate it. If you ever want some guidance on starting a mastermind, let me know. I don't want to say I'm a pro, but I've done it more than a handful of times and now I'm successfully running roundtables. So yeah, if you want to chat about it, I am totally here for it. All right, guys, until next time. Ciao.